Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 62 of This Week in Marketing. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of June 2021, 2021. Okay, let's start off with first of all with Facebook. Uh, Facebook has launched uh, live audio rooms. Uh, It is not open to everyone. Uh, They have just rolled it out to public figures and select uh, Facebook groups. But basically, the way live audio rooms are going to work is just how Clubhouse works, right? Uh, You can start an audio room that is if you're approved while they're in beta and the audience can participate. Uh, Of course, the audience can either be Android or iOS device. But, you know, for you as a creator of the audio room, uh, you have to be on an iOS app. There's nothing more to that except that, you know, Facebook rolled it out. We knew this was going to happen. You know, there are other platforms who have been doing it. And the other thing Facebook also officially announced is a Facebook podcast. We already covered this in episode 61, which is last week. So we are not going to cover that in this episode. Um, But if you missed that announcement, go ahead and check out episode 61. And I covered it in great detail in terms of what uh, Facebook podcast will do. Okay, with that, next moving on. The next update I have is from Facebook. Facebook has basically announced four new e-commerce features that you should actually be aware of. The first one is Facebook Shop. Uh, Now, uh, when you set up a Facebook Shop, uh, eligible products are, our products are eligible to appear in shop tabs in Instagram as well. It seems like more and more uh, that Facebook and Instagram is just becoming an extension of each other and, you know, it's just the brand name, it's different. You know how sometimes you would go, I just do not know, I mean, you know, they're like so combined, like, you know, Facebook shop products showing up on Instagram, Instagram posts showing up on Facebook, it's just cross-channel, might as well call it one product, right? Um, but anyway, uh, moving on. The next thing that Facebook has announced and it's rolling out, the second thing is customer reviews on Instagram. Customer ratings and reviews will be expanded to shops on Instagram. After the feature rolls out, it will also include photos and videos uh, from the community in addition to written reviews. My only feedback here is that, folks, brace yourself because you're going to get a lot of haters coming in and writing you negative feedbacks. And then you're going to have a lot of spam. And guess what? Facebook is going to use that review to ding you. And then your ad account is going to be either banned or you're going to end up paying higher more on your ads. How I know that? Well, I have been in Facebook groups. I still am in Facebook groups, paid Facebook groups, where I have Facebook marketeers. They talk about this thing all the time. What can you do? I would say, you know, if I were you, I'll, if, I have, if I have other channels, I would just stick to those channels and not really come into the Facebook closed ecosystem. But that's just me. Next up, uh, personalized shop ads. Uh, shop ads will have the ability to send shoppers to where they're most likely to purchase, uh, make a purchase based on prior shopping activity. This is great, assuming your Facebook ads account has not been banned. Okay? If your ads account has not been banned, that's great. But, you know, like last week, and this week, uh, I gained the groups that I'm part of where these are paid groups, by the way, and they're, you know, advertisers who spend millions of dollars a month. 
they were all complaining about Facebook's algorithm or ad algorithm was all crappy and they were all getting crap results. Hey, not my word, it's their word, okay? Moving on, the last part uh, Facebook uh, announced is... Uh, expanded use of uh, augmented reality try-on features. Now, if you're not familiar with what augmented reality is, I will give you a quick update. Like a couple of months ago when I was in the market for uh, buying uh, eyeglasses, I went to Warabi Parker and I basically looked at their, I had their app, I was looking at the glasses and then I was holding the phone and it would tell me what that glass will look like on my face. Right? It's just a way of uh, trying things out without going to the shop. And I know this is going to get, uh, this is augmented reality, something that's going to catch on. Uh, Snapchat is very big into it. And, you know, Snapchat has, uh, they have actually invested heavily into augmented reality. They're betting on augmented reality and it is going to happen. So Facebook is basically now uh, bringing that augmented reality. They're creating new ad units where people are going to see uh, augmented reality ads as well as now they're trying out in first they're trying out in beauty category then they're going to come into other verticals overall it's a good thing facebook is trying on just keep an eye out and you know when it rolls out fully you may want to take advantage of it assuming you are still in the facebook land okay there's nothing wrong with it if you're in the Facebook land. It's just that I'm not a big fan of just being on Facebook land. We do, just for the record, we do push and publish our podcasts and updates on Instagram. So do we do it on Facebook? But that's not the only channel we are active on. We do it because we have to do it. But I don't solely rely on that just because I know Facebook is an untrusted partner. Next up. Twitter. Twitter is accepting applications for ticketed spaces and super follows. Uh, basically, this is something they uh, announced back in February during the analyst day. We covered that heavily in our uh, episode, uh, in the podcast episode. So if you haven't checked, it, if you haven't checked it out, uh, I will save you the trouble of digging it up and checking it out. And I'll just quickly tell you uh, what ticketed spaces is. Ticketed spaces is basically allows uh, you know Twitter user or a Twitter creator to uh, to be able to charge for exclusive access to audio spaces sessions with variable ticket price options. So basically what that means is, say I was I have a big follower on Twitter, which I don't have, but if I did, like a lot of people does, Elon Musk and, you know, other, you know, celebrities, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan uh, then they could actually host a room and they say, hey, I'm doing a private Q&A session, come on in and here's the ticket prices. So it's a good way for t- Twitter to keep people on their platform and not having to like, you know, have people, oh, let's just create an audio event and let's move it elsewhere. It's fragmented. It's just making it very smooth. I like that. The other thing is super follows means users will be enabled to and super follows is basically users will be enabled to charge you charge a monthly fee to give fans access to a range of additional content and engagement features like newsletter, exclusive live streams, product discounts, etc. Right now, what we are doing is we are going to Patreon or we are going to other sites and we are saying, you know, hey, uh, here is my other Patreon account. Go there and, you know, sign up and then you will get access to all this content. Twitter is just combining it all together and basically leave, keeping it in the platform, which I think is a great idea. Of course, Twitter is going to take a cut uh, somewhere between 3 to 10%. It's not been decided, but, you know, hey, that's the cost of doing business, right, and ease of use. So I'm okay with it as long as Twitter delivers on their promise. Moving on, uh, Twitter has also created a feature which I really love, which is now people in, uh, we can take a, 
our tweets and share it directly to Instagram stories. In the past, what I was doing or up until now, what I was doing was I would take a screenshot, I will then save it, go edit it, cut it out and then go to Instagram and upload it. It's all going to be seamless. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I'm glad that Twitter is allowing us to do that. I wish other Facebook would do that as well with Instagram post. Anyways, uh, the other thing Twitter added this week was a 15 second views uh, as a you know, ad objective or as a new objective for ad campaigns, video ad campaigns. And this is basically targeting video users who are most likely to watch videos. I kind of like that, you know. In fact, this week, uh, Snapchat came out a report, which it's not covered in our show, but it's there is that they said that six, six second non-skippable video ads are actually very impactful and does create uh, brand awareness. Right. And that applies across to even to YouTube because YouTube is also there is a non-skippable ad format as well. So all in all, what I'm saying is that video ads are something that you should definitely uh, encourage leverage, whether you are on Twitter, whether you are on LinkedIn or whether you are on uh, TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, doesn't matter. But just go ahead and try it out. and You'll be glad you did. Talking about other platforms, we now have TikTok. Uh, TikTok has an announced the launch of a new feature called Jumps, which will enable creators to link thir- to third-party-owned mini-programs and services from their video clips, including recipes, quizzes, and more. Right? Again, this is something very similar to uh, what Snapchat recently did uh, with an expansion of the developer tools. Uh, and, you know, uh, it's not available to all TikTok users, but it's creating a developer's program to create uh, access to give it jump uh, access to its jumps creation program. All in all, I will tell you tweet all this basically signals and what you should take away from it is like you know, TikTok is about 638 million users right now. Soon it's expected to have about a billion users at the end of this year. Um, you know, TikTok is a platform that's just growing leaps and bounds and it's something you should not ignore, um, you know, if you're not already on there. I know we are not on TikTok and I will tell you, I keep on thinking about it and I keep on, one of these days I am going to start the Twim show uh, slash market and grow channel on TikTok and we're going to start claiming our presence there. Uh, And I say this, uh, only reason is we are a small business. We don't, we have only limited, uh, uh, limited capacity so I can relate to it if you say you don't have capacity, but you know, it's something we need to do it and we will get onto it one of these days and I will announce it on my podcast. Okay, with that, let's move on to Google. Google actually came up with this uh, update this week where this is Google Merchant uh, Center. They're adding a new policy called inaccurate availability. And if they catch you, they're going to warn you. And if you st- still, if you still don't fix it, they're going to ban you. So what this inaccurate availability is, I will tell you, and I've been a victim of it also in the past, where you go to Google, you search for something, and it shows, oh, it's in stock. You go start the buying process and everything, and then towards the checkout, they says, oops, we are out of stock, right? Uh, so what Google is saying, if you're showing users that a product is available on the product landing page, but when they click to add it to cart, it changes the availability as not available. That can lead to violating this policy, and you may we you may be banned, 
I like that. I hate that when that has happened to me and it has happened to me uh, quite a few times. In fact, I think that has uh, dissuaded me from making any purchase through Google Shopping just because, you know, I know if I go to Amazon, it says in stock, in stock, that means it's in stock. With Google, I have had a couple of those uh, bad experiences. So thank you, Google, for doing what's really right. Appreciate it. Talking about Google, uh, we are talking, let's move on to YouTube. Uh, YouTube actually announced something, a new test this week that I really, really love. It's just saying, you know, sometimes when you upload a video and you get dinged for policy violation, whether it's copyright or whatever, and you are left wondering, huh, scratching your head, especially if you have a video with like in you know, a lot of uh, music and a lot of different images and things from different areas, different other sources. You're scratching your head and I'm like, hmm, it's a 10-minute video. Where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? Which one is the which one really uh, triggered the policy violation? So YouTube is saying, you know, we're going to remove the guesswork and we're going to basically provide uh, a direct timestamp link to the section of a video which YouTube system has identified as potentially breaching its rules, while the alerts will also include specific details about the relevant community guidelines and links to help resources. Basically, it's saying, hey screwed up here it is at minute 20 or whatever two minute 29 second mark to this mark this is the policy this is what we flagged it can you go check it out here is the community guideline that you missed versus facebook is going to come and ban you delete your video and you're like the booted off the platform it's like what did they do wrong you're like we don't know you made a mistake we're not going to tell you you made a mistake that's it okay so i like it um I hope this encourages you to uh, create more YouTube videos because we are going to talk about uh, the YouTube's reach in the next update, which is this week was YouTube's uh, Small Business Week, aka as part of Google's International Small Business Week. It was held on June 24th. Uh, and as part of those uh, week, what um, YouTube did is basically published a free step-by-step -step guide designed to help business owners launch a channel, establish an online presence, and reach new customers through this uh, guide. And the guide covers how to launch your channel, how to create videos, live streaming on YouTube, getting started with YouTube ads. Okay, these are all great topic. Uh, and if it helps, what we are going to do is we're going to put a link to that uh, page uh, a guidebook on our show notes page you can check it out but one thing that came out of this thing is like some numbers 79 percent of small businesses with with a youtube channel agree that publishing videos help with getting found by customers that's one and currently there are over 2 billion with a b monthly users on youtube watching a collective 1 billion hours of video a day yes 2 billion monthly active users watching a collective of 1 billion hours of video each day. So that means if there are 30 days, there are 30 billion hours of video every month. That's a massive staggering number. That just tells you how much video is being consumed. And if we are not on YouTube, we are missing out, folks. That's all it is. Nothing else. Okay, uh, last update of this week is going to be uh, as part of this small business week or as well as in, uh, 
let me go back and let me see what it was. Uh, I keep missing the as part of Google's International Small Business Week event. Uh, YouTube also came out and that's basically says, hey, we're going to simplify your ad creation process, right? So now on, whenever you upload a video to your YouTube channel, you will have the option to uh, launch a video campaign by adding a video, selecting the audiences that you want to reach and designating a budget, right? This is YouTube taking a cue from Facebook post. Remember how you could do a Facebook post boost and you could put, put a post and it will immediately tell you, boost my post for five bucks and Facebook is to nudge you. And that kind of went away. Well, YouTube is bringing it back. And these days, these platforms are all copying it from one each another. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, how good it will be will remain to be seen, right? Because the reason why people didn't like, you know, a lot of people used Facebook boost not knowingly and then they realized, you know what, it's so limited that it really doesn't have the reach and that we really wanted to it just gives us the superficial uh, views and the reach and it doesn't do anything and people kind of moved away from it maybe this is the same thing i hope it's not the same thing with youtube but it does open it up on the other hand you know google is out to get money make money get money so they're going to make it easy for you to spend money uh, knowingly or unknowingly into things that will not work so be forewarned uh, but I, it's my duty to kind of share the updates with you. So that's what I'm doing. I hope you found it helpful. With that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to these articles. Once again, this is your host, Ajit Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.